0: I am loving. I am fabulous. I am beautiful. I am saved. I am a victor. I am faithful. I am devout. I am accepted. I am a Christian. I am MCC. And I am MCC. I am MCC. I am MCC. And I am MCC. I am MCC. I am MCC. I am MCC. I am
1: MCC. Our reading is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 10. We are reading from the NRSV translation. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tested by the devil. He fasted forty days and forty nights, and afterward he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, throw throw yourself down for it is written he will command his angels concerning you and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone jesus said to him again it is written do not put the lord your god to the test again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling us today.
0: May the words Let's we receive inspire, inspire us, us, comfort us, us and, and challenge us. us. Amen. Amen.
1: Hello.
0: Hello. O manong parang ang ang tense nating lahat. Be, be vulnerable for 1 hour nasa safe space naman tayo lahat. So relax lang. Okay. Actually lang hypocrite ko para sa akin talagang advice. <laughs> So yun, um babasahin ko lang yung preaching ni Pastor Joseph because as Jack had said, nasa break siya ngayon, well-deserved break. So babasahin ko lang to, words to ni Pastor Joseph, and I think it's one of his best so far. na Parang pinapagalitan nga ako sa preaching na to. <laughs> so dinam ako na lang. And yun, um, i-digest natin bawat words. Well, depende pa rin pala sa pagkakabasa ko, pero as much as possible, uh, maging present tayo kasi... Sobrang naganda na sa preaching na to. And I'm dehydrated and sleep deprived. So baka minum- minum ako ng tubig pagpasansyahan niyo eh. okay. <clears throat> Let's begin. First Sunday of Lent, 2023. <clears throat> now, we are entering the season of Lent. And Lent reminds us that life is not all about colorful flowers and the music of birds chirping in the morning. It is a season that calls us for many pauses, silences, and reflections. Lent is the season of slowing down to recognize our mortality, our weakness, vulnerability, and our dependence on God's grace. Lent reminds us that life has its thorns, weeds, and dry moments. It is the season that confronts us with our sins the ways by which we tend to hurt or harm one another and ourselves, as well as the ways that we fail to do what we know as good, loving, and true. If we are to use again the metaphor of gardening or farming, Lent is the process by which we identify and carefully remove the weeds and thorns, pests, and parasites of our lives. Lent. Is the process of hydrating and fertilizing the soil when there is dryness or even drought the only problem we have with the um with this as an lgbtqia plus community or as lgbtqia plus people is that we are seen averse pinag-uusapan ang kasalanan or ang pagiging makasalanan kasi ito ay kinakabit na sa, or ikinabit na sa ating buong pagkatao at sa ating pagmamahal. Many of us have a trauma response whenever sin will be talked about in churches, especially conservative ones. Many queer people and other groups are allergic to church because of its obsession with the topic of sin. And yes, admittedly, the way many churches understand sin and preach about it is problematic, absurd, and harmful. Yet there is a way to understand and talk about sin together with reclaiming our sexualities, gender identities, and queer relationships as holy, worthy, and truly divine. (coughs) I even think that see pastor, Gusto ko kasi grab, e, credit, e credit grab, kasi nagagandahan talaga kaya I even think that talking about sin and reclaiming sexuality should go side by side. Kasi kahit na sabihin natin sa mga sarili natin na magaganda tayo sa mata ng Diyos, sa totoo lang, mga mahadera rin tayo. At may mga pagkakataon na ang pagkamahadera natin ay wala sa lugar o rason. Nakakairito. Mga paandar at pasosyal din tayo kahit malina o wala na sa katotohanan. Kahit na na-reclaim na natin ang kabanalan ng ating sexuality and gender identity, meron pa rin tayong mga kabulshitan. Actually, intro pa lang yun. Ito pa lang talaga ang simula ng sermon regarding the le- our lectionary reading. Let's begin. Kalokas Pastor. The season of Lent always begins with two important reflections. One is during Ash Wednesday when we are reminded of our mortality. Life is short and one day you will die. And there's nothing you can ever bring with you other than the loving kindness you have shared in this life. Lahat ng material na bagay, hindi natin madadala sa kabilang buhay kung meron man, bukod sa kindness and love. Taray. The second important reflection is found in the story of the temptation of Jesus Christ. Every year, the first Sunday of Lent is always the story of the temptation of Jesus. It only changes which version. Umiikot lang ito sa tatlong version. The temptation of Jesus is found in all three synoptic gospels, yung kay Mark, kay Matthew, kay Luke. So, parang, ano lang, may tambiolo lang na choose-choose, ganon. So, Jesus, like John the Baptist, and the prophets before him, and many other spiritual leaders across cultures and religions, almost always had to go to the wilderness for a rigorous spiritual process. As I have already mentioned in the past sermons, especially in our series about belonging by Brene Brown, the wilderness... Is the place of divine encounters and challenging spiritual journeys. It is wild, uncomfortable, unknown, unfamiliar, and sometimes it's even dangerous. The wilderness is the place that most people do not want to go to, not only because of external dangers and risks, but more importantly, the wilderness, along with being alone in it, forces us to confront no other demon or monster than our own reflection number one this is what jesus had to do before he could fully go out into the world preaching and doing ministry after being baptized and the holy spirit descending upon him with affirmation that he is god's beloved child the same holy spirit led him into the wilderness before he can even serve or before he could even serve and minister, he had to wrestle with the devil and with his own humanity. Walang spiritualidad na hindi tayo tinutulak na harapin ang ating mga katsyakahan sa sarili, sa ating puso at sa diwa. Like Jesus, the spirit will, if it's true and genuine, lead you into your own wilderness process. Like Jesus, you will be led by the Spirit into the many wilderness places and situations that require you to face yourself and many other demons and monsters. In Dante Alighieri's classic novel, Inferno, the only way out of hell is to pass through it, traveling from one circle of hell to another, down into the very pit of Satan, and exiting from there. This is what it means to be purged and be tested by fire. Siguro, ito rin yung sinasabing, You are the light of the world. You need to burn in order for God's light to truly shine. Ito yung pinakagustakong part ng preaching natin Pastor. Ito yung pang Facebook status. Sabi niya dito. Pause. Ano ang kailangan mong sunugin sa iyong sarili? para magliwanag ka. Okay. Ano ang kailangan mong sunugin sa iyong sarili para magliwanag ka? Walang liwanag kung walang pagsusunog. And I mean this uh, uh, in a metaphorical manner. So ayaw ni Pastor na magsunog tayo, literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> reflection number 2.1. taray. The temptations of Jesus... Are the primal and common temptations of str- or struggles of human beings. the first temptation is about food,. It is not so much It is not so much as food is evil or bad, or that hunger is a temptation of the devil. But I think that the point of this temptation is when life becomes all about satisfying appetites in replacement of more meaningful things. If in satisfying our pangs of hunger, we have to give up surrender or throw away our principles and integrity, compromise our values and commitments and then then that is when it becomes sin. If in satisfying our pangs of hunger we have to give up, surrender or throw away our principles and integrity, compromise our values and commitments, then that is when it becomes sin. If in satisfying our appetites, we are more than willing to harm or lie to others or ourselves, then it becomes sin. I'm sure one time or another, each one of us has done this in each of our lives. Even something as simple as cutting classes. Para lang bumuking sa may Laonlaan street with a UST physical therapist student. That was very specific, Pastor. Yes, that was me, Pastor Joseph, more than a decade ago, a decade ago. The booking itself I did not find problematic. Pero magkat ng classes? Si Pastor apakalibog ng bagets pa siya. Pero let's also talk about food literally. Overindulgence of food is not always sinful. It is detrimental to our health. It is also detrimental to our health. Sabi nga ni Mother Sean sa, aming, sa amin right after the wake of Father Richard, O oh, mga Mars, lang sa pagkain. <laughs> so what are the things that you have done or are currently doing that compromise your values, commitments, and your health in order to indulge yourself? So yun, reflect daw sabi ni Pastor. Ang dami daw Reflection 2.2. The second temptation of Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew tells us that the devil challenges him to throw himself from the top of the temple because the Creator will make sure that he will not be hurt. Angels would swoop down to carry him in their wings. This would be quite a spectacular grand entrance into the center of religious and political power and would be witnessed by a multitude of people. Also, if Jesus did this, He would no longer have a hard time convincing the people and their leaders that he was the Messiah. He would no longer have a hard time convincing them of his teachings. The second temptation of Jesus is about two other primal tendencies of us humans. One, the need to be seen and to be seen in a grand way. And two, the tendency to always make things even, or sorry, the the tendency to always make things easy. Even if it's not right, true, good, or loving. Jesus was tempted by one of the most terrible sicknesses among us humans, self-centeredness. The excessive desire to be at the center of attention in most or in the most grandiose of ways, grandstanding. Let us distinguish between the natural need to be seen and validated. Each human needs to be seen and validated. That is we are worthy and included that we belong. Valid naman yon. This is natural and to a certain degree should be accorded to each one. However, this natural need gets corrupted and morphs into self-centeredness or narcissism. If we read carefully many of what Jesus said, it was almost always about loving God by loving others. Loving God by loving others. He always pointed to the people and to the mission. He even, he, um, and even when he spoke about himself, it was not really about him, but about the example of his life and ministry. When your mind and heart become consumed with constant validation that everything is about you and your needs, then that is sin. And it leads to many other sinful actions. Bakla, lesbian, asexual, LGBT plus community, hindi pwedeng ikaw lang palagi ang maganda at tama. Aray. Hindi pinabasa niya lang sa akin para sermonan Reflection 2.3. We all want a comfortable and very satisfying life. And this is ultimately achieved by wealth, or political power, or both. The temptation of power and wealth is the most appealing because it will also include the first two temptations. Therefore, the last temptation of Jesus is the most corrupting and has implications far beyond the personal. We are most tempted by power and wealth because this allows us to do whatever we want when we want when we want it and how we want it even to the extent of thinking we can also use the same wealth to dominate others regardless of consequences Minsan joke nga nang marami lalo na ng mga bakla magkano ka ba kaya kitambilhin magkano ba ang establishment na to bibilhin ko to si An- si An Curtis yan? <laughs> <laughs> ay so bak mo ba trabaho Si pastor nagsabi na ha, I had a friend, <laughs> sabi ni pastor, I had a friend before. Sa nakakaalam, wag na kayo maingay kung sino. This is not about the person, it is about the lesson from the story. Si pastor nagsabi ha. This friend of mine, I na-redundate, na-layoff. So may tinanggap siyang malaking pera or redundancy pay, mga 200,000 pesos yung 100k ay sorry <laughs> yung 100k daw binigay sa nanay yung 100k tinago ng tao para sa kanya and one of the first things he did ay lalaki <laughs> one of the first things that person did ay pumunta sa isang gay bar at nagtable table ng limang macho dancers at namod mod ng pera sino to? Then after then after spending or let's say burning 20,000 pesos in one night, kinausap niya ako at kinuwento ang kanyang ginawa and he also said, Pero alam mo, Joseph, I felt so powerful at that very moment. Dahil meron akong pera, pinapalibutan ako ng mga gwapong lalaki, and I can ask them to do whatever I want for the right amount of money. May point naman. <laughs> kaso wala akong This may seem simple and harmless, but those words speak the truth about the corrupting qualities of excessive power and wealth. And this is not just about a simple gay man wanting to be the center of attention and desire using the power of money. What he said <coughs> cuts across the socio-economic hierarchy of our country and the world. Ang chika ng kaibigan ko ay totoo, hindi lamang sa kanya Mga tao at sa lipunan. There is something quite profound in this last temptation of Jesus. If you would only worship me, says the devil, I will give to you all the wealth and power of this world. Have you ever heard any preacher or life coach spiritualize greed? spiritualize excessive wealth and say it is a blessing and approval from God, let us not be too quick or too naive to easily believe and applaud such preachers in their very attractive prosperity gospel. Tapos, bibentahan ka ng libro. Charot. Sa ako nagsabi noon? Ako nagsabi noon? Wala-, wala to dito. <clears throat> oh my God, let us not envy people who have mansions that can house an entire barangay or have several different luxury cars. Let us not admire influencers who think they can do anything they want simply because they have fame, money, and political connections. Ulitin natin, let us not admire influencers who think they can do anything they want Simply because they have fame, money, political connections, and cake. Charot. i cake, not si pastor. Now, don't get me wrong, sabi ni pastor Having a comfortable life and having a certain level of wealth is not necessarily evil. Or can already be considered as greed. However, if your current wealth or your desire for wealth and power leads you to worship things or people above above what is right, true, and just, then you may want to rethink such things. If your wealth makes you behave in such a way that you think you have power over people's lives, then you might be worshiping a different Lord, the one that tempted Jesus. If your wealth makes you behave in such a way that you think you have power over people's lives, then you might be worshipping a different Lord, the one that tempted Jesus. In summary, Lent is the time when we ask to pause and reflect. Even as we reclaim the sacred worth of our sexuality and gender identity as LGBTQIA plus people, we also have to process and confront sin in our individual lives and in the society. So, the primary temptations of our humanity based on the lectionary reading today, number one, I take note nyo na to kasi feeling ko magpapa-exam next week. Number, <laughs> number one, excessive gratification of our appetites that compromise our values, health, and commitments. Number two, self-centeredness, making everything about you. <laughs> and number three, the desire for excessive wealth and power is tantamount to worshipping the devil. These are those that get in the way of our life, faith, and spiritual growth. Part of the journey or the spiritual journey is to face our inner demons and the parts of ourselves that sabotage us. Ano ngayon only thing sinasabi ni Mama Ru? In the day, gaga. Inner saboteur. Mga boplock sa ma. So, yun nga. Part, part of the spiritual journey is to face our inner demons and the parts of ourselves that sabotage us. So, inner saboteur. And reading is fundamental. And watching. Even if you don't believe in any religion, important ito. Even if you don't believe in any religion, psychologists and humanist philosophers still tells us the need to wrestle with the same destructive forces of our human psyche. I pray that you take this season of Lent as an opportunity for exactly this process and ask for the same Spirit that led Jesus into the wilderness to inspire you, comfort you, and challenge you towards growth and transformation. Shana wa. Amen. Bonga!